Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. If you see Chad Woodmore, please let the authorities know as fast as possible. Actually, Sheriff Stone is offering a $200 reward for anyone that brings in any information. I think I am going to... Pop back to the Jeep to get some weapons. And they're kind of sitting in the passenger side seat of the Jeep is, is Dottie. The hell are you doing here? I need to go home and I need somebody to uh, drive me home. Okay, fine. Chad will reach out his hand as if to shake your hand. I just need a drive back. Where are you doing? He's got his hand extended toward you, and he just kind of cocks his head to the side looking at you. Uh, I, like, reach out with a finger and, like, poke at his hand as if to be like, what? Yeah, so Chad will quickly grab her finger and shadow jump her to the nearest place he knows that's close to her house. The police have seen you, and they are running for the door. I'm going to run across the street and down the alley between the library and the drugstore. 
they haven't entered the alleyway yet. So you think you're in the clear for a second. But they are definitely all hot on your tail. I'm going to shadow hop back to Blinkies, run inside and see if they happen to leave their keys on the table. They turn around and goes, what the fuck? And immediately goes for the stun gun on his hip. <laughs> As you, uh, you feel bolts of electricity ripple through your body. You close your eyes because you can't extend your arms to stop yourself. But there's no impact. Donnie, you get there and you open up your journal and you see the familiar and, and almost dreaded birch bark pages. And as you kind of exclaim, not again, you feel that similar feeling of almost doing a backflip in a swimming pool before you're pulled away. I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Chad, you, you wear blinkies, and you have rushed in and a cop had- <laughs> Cop had turned on you, gotten tased, and you'd fallen toward the pavement. And you- I think I got tased while I was kind of half shadow. So something really weird happened. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where you weren't you weren't actually half shadow. You were very much like you were like, oh, I'm gonna bamf, and then you felt you felt the muscles uh, tense in your body. It's like, oh, I'm gonna punch him, and then all of a sudden you're locked in place, uh, and you're falling towards the pavement. And there's no impact. And you kind of open your eyes tentatively, um, and it's just darkness. And it's not cold or warm or anything. It's just darkness. And then... This is new. It starts to shift. And slowly but surely, this darkness around you starts to, to sort of swirl and you feel yourself almost sort of floating downward, and then you're seated in a very comfortable, uh, very comfortable, antique, very well-maintained chair. And you see you're in this sort of library. And it's it's almost, it's kind of reminiscent of your grandfather's, but uh, much smaller and a, mu- a lot more shadowed. It's not, it's not nearly as as open with the big windows and you see this small kind of fire burning with this purple light um and like a a brick fireplace but all the bricks are this black material that you've never seen it's almost like they're made out of coal 
And as you as you look, you see a figure sitting across from you, and it looks almost like Shadow Chad, but it's three dimensional. And the creature, uh, what you're looking at, is this sort of humanoid figure, um, and he's dressed in the very in a very nice um, black on black on black. Uh, three-piece suit and its legs are crossed and it's you're not sure if it's looking at you it doesn't have any eyes or a mouth or anything and it's its legs are crossed and it's kind of relaxing a little bit so it looks solid but its skin is like a uniform shade of pale gray kind of thing no it's like pure like matte black it looks Uh, like no light no light reflects from it at all it's vanta black yeah, exactly. It's almost it's it's weird. Your your eyes almost have a hard time looking away from this creature. Like every everything in the room sort of looks like it's being drawn towards it. And taking a second, a, looking around it, there's actually this kind of almost warped, like just minorly warped field around it, where all the all the light and the color just starts to almost just very minutely bend towards this figure. Do I do I feel like this is Shadow Chad just more manifest than I've ever seen before, or does this feel like a a similar but different creature? Romeo Weird. A nine makes success. It's definitely made of sh- you. It's definitely Shadow Chad is made of shadow, and it's r- roughly. Sh- it's roughly shad shaped. Shad, shad, shad shaped. No, it's actually it's almost like uh, it's almost like an unfinished mannequin, more like a, a a sort of drawing figurine where there's no actual like distinct shape. There's no ears. There's no eyes. There's no hair. It's just a humanoid figure. The the chair I'm, I'm sitting in does it seem solid or somewhat translucent or? Solid as can be. Ah, interesting. So I stand up. I say, um, well, where am I? Well, that depends on where you want to be. Well, at the moment, uh, I'm quite fine to be wherever this is. This looks like my grandfather's study. I chose something that might be a little more reminiscent of what you're used to although if you have any requests i would be delighted to take them well for now this this works are we in the shadow dimension or are we in pine forge is that what you call it uh i think i call it the the deep freeze or something like that i i don't know i don't have the this is all so weird for me dude i i yeah i'm a skier and now I'm a shadow jumper and I'm dealing with all this weird shit and man, it's been difficult. So, uh, I'd appreciate it if you just were straight with me. Are you shadow Chad or are you some other shadow guy? <laughs> I like that name. That's, that's rather interesting. I'm some other shadow guy. That's some other much shadow closer guy. to my prerogative. But relax, take a seat. Uh, Chad will sit back down and look around uh, the room. Is there anything other than like books and stuff? No, there's not even like a door. It's literally just bookshelves and the fireplace and the chairs. 
Well, that's interesting. Uh, is there any kind of like scrying devices, like a crystal ball or tarot cards or anything like that? No, it's just books. Just books. There's, well, there's an in, there's like end tables next to you, next to like on either side of the like on one side of the chairs. But other than that, it's just bookshelves, fireplace, and two nice chairs. So, uh, other shadow dude, um, is there anything to eat or drink around this this nifty little pad of yours? Anything you have a particular craving for? I could go for a glass of peach schnapps and um, I don't know, maybe some some quail. These shadows kind of coalesce on the table next to you, and there's a nice little decanter uh, full of a clear liquid, um, and then a nice little um, like uh, china plate with this kind of like lacy black enamel edge, and there appears to be a a nice piece of bacon-wrapped quail. Well, uh, I think Chad will pick up the uh, drink, take a little sniff, take a little sip. So, um, Mr. Shadow Dude, um, is there a reason you brought me here? Well, you seemed like you were in trouble and needed a little assistance. Well, that's, that's the case. I may have bitten off a little more than I could chew there. Damn, those tasers sting. Well, I don't think you'll have to be worrying about that for too much longer, but I'm getting ahead of myself. How is it? Are you enjoying the drink? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Oh, thank you. I'll take a little bite of the quail. Chad's actually famished. I don't, I don't think he's actually eaten in two days. Give a, give a starving man a cracker. And this is like a nine-course meal, so... So, yeah, you dig into it, and he just kind of chuckles a little bit as you just ravenously eat these quail. Uh, and he relaxes, and he goes, So, Chadwick, do you mind if I call you Chadwick? I'm not particularly partial to that name, but given you just helped me out of a jam, I am inclined to accept it. So, if you would like to call me Shadow Man, that works well enough for me. Shadow Man. So, Chad, how have you been enjoying your little gift I gave you? I've seen you've put it to quite a bit of use. Well, I, I have you to thank for this. Um, your stock just went up in my book. I have to have to admit that. it's It's been quite interesting, if unnerving. Um, I, I assume you gave me this power so that I could, you know, fight crime or save damsels in distress or something to that effect. But so far it's, it's mostly just been useful for skiing, which, which I got to admit, it's really useful for skiing. Damsels in distress being the hero. If that's what you want to do with it, I'm glad that you enjoy it. So, but with gifts, is the wrong term for it. Gift implies I'm giving you something without needing something in return. Oh, I'm I am a Woodmore. I am fully aware that there's no free lunch. And I am fully aware that you are a Woodmore. Though perhaps not for long. <laughs> there's more to wood to being a Woodmore than you know right now. But, I'm getting ahead of myself. 
I, for this, I need you to do a little favor for me. I'm all ears. Uh, he pulls out this small piece of carved obsidian. And it's strange. It looks like this, like, almost jagged flower is the best way I can describe it. So it's like a made out of stone kind of thing? Yeah, it's made out of this, it's like black glass. And it's this jagged flower. Um, what's it for? It's a release. Inglewood Moore, I'm sure you know all about contracts. Oh, of course. I made one with one of your ancestors quite a while ago. And, you know, as, as it was, we made a deal. I gave them something, and they gave me something in return. Except they didn't go through with their part of the bargain. Now, my patience has run a little thin, and I decided, especially after you came a little more independent, that you would be a delightful business partner in helping me finish that deal. Well, you certainly have my attention, uh, Shadow Man. Um, so what do you need me to do specifically with this flower? Is this going to be like a quick job, or is this going to take some time and energy? I need you to do one simple thing. I just need you to give that to your grant. Huh. Actually. <laughs> uh tale as old as time. I need you to give that to your father. Give this to my father. Well, the man is not exactly seeing me right now, and I cannot seem to use my shadow jumping ability to get anywhere near the estate. However, he's not always at the estate these days. Maybe I can reach him somewhere outside. Well, I know nothing of, if not that Woodmores are resourceful. I will let you figure out the particulars. I will. I will find a way. Um, is this thing on a clock, or can I take a little time to do it? Primarily what I'm asking is, would it be possible if I could crash out here on this lovely sofa and grab a little shut-eye in this safety of your domicile here before I um, set off to write this long ignored wrong for you. Hmm. I wouldn't worry about that quite as much. I have a feeling that once you, once we finish up our conversation, people tend to be refreshed after they talk to me. Nothing like a crisp new outlook to uh, really invigorate you. Fair enough. I am feeling better already. Now... On to one more piece of business that I wished to discuss with you. While this particular act is payment for the little gift that I have given you, 
how would you feel about <clears throat> becoming a little more gifted, one might say? I am always happy to um, extend my talents. Um, I am in, not exactly in um, the best circumstances these days, my, my good shadow man. Um, so yes, any advantages I can get, I, I would be extremely interested. Well, that's a delightful prospect for me. And you should know of all people that what moors can change their luck quite readily. Or do you? Well, I know that my, my luck changed drastically about three weeks ago when those crazy kids showed up. And uh, my life has been a downward spiral of shit ever since. And yet, here you are. Unique individual. Powerful. Strange how that happens. But back to the business at hand. You would like more power. And I'm not talking about the power your father has, the power over men and, and things that you people in enjoy. Thing more power like what you have now. And all I need in return is for you to find and break some things. Well, Shadow Man, I I, I am exceptionally good at breaking things. Well, then it seems you're the man for the job. I need you to find these three things. And he shows you, and one is a silver mirror with this massive black pearl in the pommel. The other is this monocle. And you see that the, the, the glass of the monocle is made out of this, this sort of... Um, uh, black material it, it's like we it's like weird it's like almost a sunglass style monocle and the last thing you see is this giant it's not giant it's probably about the size of an apple uh this piece of um the same material that the flower is made out of this obsidian uh, material and it is carved into the shape uh, of a man holding a star. Have I seen any of these three three things before? No. Um, Shadow Man, do you know anything about the uh, Exotica um, people who are after me? I'll have to see. It's very rarely I peer down into well, the delightful antics of your delightful comedy of errors that you existence. Yeah, we are a big barrel of monkeys, aren't we? How about my nutso grandfather? Do you have any idea what he's up to? Yes. Yes, I do. But you'll find out in due time. 
Well, I appreciate the information. I appreciate the rescue and thank you in advance for all the groovy power I'm going to get when I bust up these things you want. I guess for now I should um, figure out how to get this little parcel to dear old dad. I guess you should. Now there's only one way for business partners to... Uh... To, to leave each other, and he stands up and he offers out his hand. I stand up, square our shoulders off, and I shake his hand. Uh, as you shake his hand, everything sort of falls away into darkness, and your hand burns, but not because of fire. It's like if you've held an ice cube in your hand for like for too long, and it's so cold it burns. It's like that, but imagine holding your an ice cube for like three hours. It's just this instantaneous searing, burning cold. All the way down to numbness. Yep. And you wake up and you, you kind of sit up with a start and you are in the bedroom, a sort of old bedroom. It's strange. Uh, you're in laying in this massive four pillar bed and you're laying and you look down and you see these black silken sheets. And as you kind of like shift and look, you see on your hand uh, the very a very similar symbol, a very, very similar iconography of um, it's a circle. And inside the circle, there's a man standing, reaching up, grasping a star. And on either side of him, there is a mirror and a monocle. It's weird. It's almost like it's tattooed into your hand. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget, you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. Danny and Lucas, you guys have kind of met up. Uh, Lucas met, kind of met up with you kind of a few blocks before you guys hit the woods. Um, and as you guys are kind of entering the woods, suddenly you sort of hear this similar kind of creaking sound of wood. And you look and emerging from a tree is Dottie. Oh, whoa, okay. That tree just gave birth to Dottie. That's weird. Is that where all Dotties come from? I just wanted to go to school. Nice PJs. Thank you. So, uh, are you the real Dottie? Or are you some sort of tree clone? Because this tree just totally gave birth to you. It was really weird. You know that we can only clone sheep, right? Yeah, and Chad can jump through time and space and I can turn into other people. Some of us aren't living in a in a comic universe. Some of us are living in the real world and just wanted to go to school. But what did you guys want? I'll help out. Where are you doing? Where are you doing? Yes, 
Yes, Lucas, she was just behind the tree. I don't know why she was there, but I don't think she came out of it. That doesn't make sense. Thank you. Th we've, we've teleported like 25 times by now. I mean, for Dottie. Yes, thank you. Yes, I was okay. behind the tree the entire time. It's fine. Why? Why were you behind the tree the whole time? Can't a girl just be behind a tree before school having fun? I guess that's really weird. But anyway, we were heading over to Chad's Jeep uh, because right by the Jeep is that like stone face or whatever that was in Danny's vision the other day. Okay. Yesterday, I guess. We're yesterday. going with that, that. And I do have my notes for that, right? With the uh, music notes. You have the notes. Uh... All right. I guess we're going up this mountain and skipping school some more. And it's. It, is it a Friday? No, it's a Hold on, a I've got a really weird idea. You've got a real how, what? Weird <laughs> idea. How, how much do you like school? I, I would like to graduate, and I would like to get good grades, and I'd like to go to a good school like Oregon or even Stanford. Stanford would be dreamy. Uh, why? Oh. Well, I was thinking I could maybe clone you somehow, but... It doesn't sound like you love school that much, so let's just keep going. Please do not clone me. I am not a sheep. I am Dottie. Dottie, not a sheep. But do we even know you're the real Dottie, or are you some sort of This is so Dottie? dumb. Could we go? This is stupid uh, for me, and I, I say some stupid things, but this is... Could we go to school or this mountain? Let's yes, pretend that yes, this is school. Yes, Dottie... Dottie. Daddy, that's true, but you don't mean to say them, so that's okay. Uh, and Danny, we don't... do not, all right? Today is not the day. Tomorrow is the, the day. The day but you're the one that just said it. I'm I allowed can't... to say it. It's okay. It's okay. But I'm not allowed to agree Shh, with nope, you. That nope, you are not. Sense. Nope, nope, nope. Those are well, the rules. Okay, Welcome to the rules, but, Danny. But These if are the we rules don't... now. Lucas if walks off. Don't... All right, I'm going to go follow Lucas. And, and uh, Danny... Danny just kind of stops and, like, a little bit frustrated, like, blasts into both of your minds. He says, if we don't stop whatever's happening, there won't be a school to go back to. I'm fine stopping whatever this is. Uh, I actually, don't actually, can Lucas and Donnie, can you guys give me weird rolls? I got an eight. I got an 11. I, di I didn't get that weird. I got medium weird. Dottie was prepared for this weirdness. She's already been transported. She's already drinking peach schnapps. She's prepared for this. Dottie, you you hear him in his head. And you hear Danny in your head. It's it's loud. It's really loud. Um, but you're used to your parents yelling a lot, and it is you're 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 used to that sort of sort of high pitched high pitched loud tone. Um, and you're okay. Lucas, because you actually sort of stumble and have to grab a tree for a second. Uh, as, as it's almost, it almost sears your mind how, how loud this is. Um, and you actually take one point of, uh, one point of damage, ignore armor. And, uh, as you, you feel something sort of dripping out of your nose and you see that you're having a bit of a nosebleed. Okay. As the blood drips out, does it like coagulate and go into my hand? <laughs> no, it doesn't. And actually, you watch as it falls; it slowly turns to ash and sort of just flutters off into the wind. Ow! Oh gosh! Ow! 
Okay, Danny, I hear you. Ow. Ow, don't do that. So, Danny, you kind of feel this familiar, almost like, it's like this weird heat in, in your, in your, in your chest again. Um, if you guys look at Danny, you see his eyes, um, now going from his traditional kind of blue irises are now this molten mix of like black and red. It literally looks like his irises are magma. Uh, Danny, I'm going, okay? There's no need to, uh, be, uh, turn into Damien, the son of the devil here. Also, why, why, I, I thought I was not dreaming for a second, and now, now my feelings of, like, reality are once again dented by the weirdness that is going on around me. Am I the only normal person in this town? Am I also not normal? These are existential questions that can wait until we reach the top of the mountain. Does Danny know what just happened? No, Danny has no idea what just happened. And actually, you guys watch as, as Danny kind of cools off a little bit, his eyes turn back into his normal blue. There, see, there's no reason to be upset. Uh, can I use Soothe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can't fail that, but oh well. I will never get that extra experience. I'm going to climb up uh, the nearest tree and see if I can see how far away where we're going is. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll for that you're freaking very good at climbing by now yeah my hands turn into like super sharp claws and i just squirrel right up the tree yeah and, and you look and it's not it's not that far away it's probably about a quarter of a mile it's it's um at least kind of like checking on the map and you guys walk probably about 10 15 minutes into the woods Hey, while he's climbing, while he's climbing the tree, uh, uh, can actually, uh, actually, it's probably about a mile away. You probably, you guys probably have to hike probably about a half hour into the woods. It's it's a little bit in there. Yeah, uh, while he's uh, while he's climbing the tree, uh, Danny would like turn to Dottie and just ask, like, was I wrong? Uh, was I wrong? And was Lucas right? Uh, did did you come out of the tree? Does it matter? I guess not. That's true. Right, and then he just, he just turned back to the tree and watched Lucas. And while I'm up here, I want to quickly try and, like, grab a squirrel and a bird. Yeah, roll me an act under pressure. Boom! Twelve. Uh, okay, so somehow you turn into, like, this weird bobcat thing, and um, you manage to, like, snatch a bird out of the air, and as you're kind of, like, coming back down towards the earth, there's a squirrel climbing up the tree, and it, like, turns and looks at you, and you're like, ah, mine now, and grab it, and now you have this this panicking bird and this panicking squirrel both pinned under your, like, bobcat claws nice. um, as you're, like, sitting on the ground. Uh, I, I don't try to hurt him or anything. I just, uh, well, actually, no, I have lifesteal, don't I? I'll lifesteal them and get that harm back. Okay, you watch as the they like start just like scream, like the bird just starts like screeching, and then the squirrel starts letting out this like, in just this terrible wounded animal scream as they are absorbed into your body. Nice, <laughs> it's horrifying. And like Dottie, you watch as these two sweet, like this sweet little blue jay and this big cheek chubby squirrel scream bloody murder as the meat man pulls them into his body. <laughs> Lucas, let them go. Oh, they're gone, dude. Did you just kill two animals? Do you realize how much you've just affected the biosphere? 
Uh, I I spit out two <laughs> chunks of meat and turn them into a squirrel and a bird and let them crawl back up the tree. Luke, Santiago, <laughs> you are a menace. I'm just going to leave that out there. You are a menace. Oh, but around me is a menace. I feel very menaced right now. I literally, like grabs a, like some like a, a ball of his flesh, like the size of an apple, tosses it, and it turn. It looks like a meatball turning reverse into a a blue jay and then he grabs another apple-sized chunk and, and tosses it thank you that's much more appropriate now let's get to the top of this mountain uh oh yeah i transform back and i'm like dare are you happy i put him back i'm uh, okay good thank you i just said yes i just said thank you <laughs> now let's get to the top of this mountain stop doing weird things all of you stop well, I had to no. see how far away we were. Also, no being eyes, able to fly. No, no weird shape shifting. Just be a normal person. It's not that. Uh, you did that it for boring. months and months, and now you're just going to stop. You're just going to be like this now. You're just going to do weird things. Uh, said the girl who got pooped out of a tree. Anyway, we're about a mile away, and it's in that direction. And I point the direction that we need to go. Okay, very good. So you guys start to head on. And uh, you guys keep going, and um, you guys—it's just—it's a simple hike. You guys are walking, um, and you finally you get to it. And it's weird, you know. You were expecting sort of a mountain. You know why it's called Shearface now? It is literally this like like a mountain just like got cut in half, and all of this this marble is exposed on this one side. It's kind of like this big craggy, cracked marble and it's sort of it's like a, it, it's got this sort of lichen on it you see where a bit has been rubbed off and looking closer at it uh, as you guys get closer you realize that this section of marble is the same type of white silver white marble with the silver veins that you saw in the uh, burrower cap the burrower cavern are we going to... Do, am I going to have to punch some more bugs? Uh, I feel like if it's bugs, that would be the least of our problems. Because I don't think bugs will break the whole mountain in half. Um, I don't know. They were big bugs. I wonder where the heck Chad is now. He was supposed to meet us. We're going to cut back to Chad. So, Chad, you have awakened in this strange old house, and you see everything's covered in dust. And you get up. There is there by chance a large Blackwood family crest on the wall across from the foot of the bed? Uh, it's not on the wall, but as you sort of get up and stand and look, uh, you see actually on... Uh, on this, on the, the night, uh, actually on the dresser next to you, there is a ring, and on it is the Blackwood Crest, which is, it's a silver ring, and inside it is a uh, shaped black opal in the shape of a pine tree. Oh, lovely. Um, does it fit my middle finger? You pick it up. And you looking at it, and you see on the actually on the inside inscribed in the same black opal, forever onward. And you see that inscribed on the inside, and you slip it on your finger, and it's it you it's too big at first, and then you watch as the 
actually shrinks down to your it, it shrinks down to your to your the size of your finger. Whoa! As it is, um, um, and as, as it does this, you see, you look around and you see Shadow Chad, and it's and he smiles, and in the sort of like flickering dust covered light, uh, it just spells out legacy. Very cool. Shadow Chad, haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, buddy? You see Shadow Chad look at you and sort of uh, offer it. Uh, it sort of makes this symbol again. And you see now that these circles, these what you've now think, what you think are planets, are now much closer together. And oh. it offers out its hand to you. I take it. Uh, you are pulled away through the darkness once again. Um, it's no longer cold anymore. I, I, I try to remember that room uh, uh, as an afterthought as I'm, I'm pulled through the shadows. Oh, remember that place. Remember, remember. Um, and you you try to remember and you go through and then stepping out of the shadows of a tree, you return, you see you are at the rock face where you saw the lights enter and standing there is Dottie, Danny, Lucas, and your Jeep. It's not really standing there. Yeah. yeah Ch- Chad does not have his hood on at the moment, but he is wearing the, um, the, the bed sheet spandex. and the spandex. And he looks at you guys and smirks and he'll stride across to his Jeep, open the uh, glove compartment and take out, the bottle of peach schnapps and just take a big old swig. There's less of it. You actually you do the swig and you look down. The bottle's empty. It's empty? It's the end of the peach schnapps. Ugh. I just I throw it off into the woods. I have had the craziest what? day. Uh, What's up, Super real quick, Chad? Real, real quick, real quick. Danny does not like him throwing it off into the woods. A jinx would happen. <laughs> Chad comes back and jinxes galore. Chad, started again. You gotta throw it, and as you do, I I need a, I need, I do need a roll. Oh, roll, roll your, roll your jinx. Oh, that's jinxiness. That was not, that's not great. So, uh, well, I mean, hold one, right? Yeah, hold one. Um, just I, I got a plus three on my weird, so that was not a great roll for me. Um, hold one. Uh, I think that. The target finds something you left for them. I want to say the bottle uh, awkwardly and abnormally flies through the air, hits a tree, and like bounces back into his Jeep. <laughs> nice. It makes this weird boom sound as it hits like a, a tree branch, and it snaps back and bounces off and kind of like ding, 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 and lands in, in, in your Jeep. It's actually low-key kind of epic. You're just like, oh, man, I was just going to throw it off into the woods, but it just did a full-on party trick. Uh, isn't it a little bit early to be day drinking, Chad? If you'd had the kind of days and weeks that I had, you'd be dipping into the sauce too, young lady. Well, great, look, great, great. We can talk about it. So, so anyway. We have to stop the end of the world. Okay? Yeah, there, there's or some at kind least of Pine Forge conver- or whatever. convergence coming on. Yeah, okay. What do we convergence? need Convergence? What? So, convergence? Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, so Shadow Chad was telling me that there's some kind hold of... On, Shadow Chad? 
Yeah, what's yeah, Shadow Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. He's, he, Shadow Chad. Oh, don't Shadow, worry so, about it. Of so, course, so of course. Anyway, listen, kids. There's, Did you, you name your Shadow? You named your Shadow <laughs> Shadow Chad, didn't you? Um, hey, Shadow it's okay. Chad. It's Shadow okay. Chad. I, had a, I had an imaginary friend when I was younger, and my mom said that I would grow out of it, and I did. So you'll probably grow out of it someday, too, Chad. I look at my Shadow. I look at my shadow on the ground and I say, "Hey, Shadow Chad, can you go give that guy a wedgie?" Uh, you look at you look at Chad's shadow, and then very Peter Pan style, uh, it moves independently, looks up at Chad, uh, and shakes his head no. Unless you're trying to use some sort of hex move that I'm unaware of. Well, uh, well Sh- Shadow Chad it's is the, the is hex like move a wedgie. The old wedgie hex move. <laughs> well, Sh- Shadow Chad is like uh, 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 my guardian, but we haven't quite defined his abilities yet. I think he's intangible. Uh, he can do a light puppet show to like tell me things and blah, blah, blah. But we haven't defined any physical abilities of his yet other than acting as a scout. So I think no is, is just a fine answer as long as they saw it act independently. Yeah, it actually, uh, yeah, he very much, he, he looks at you, shakes his head no, and then like kind of like scratches his chin, goes over uh, to Lucas, uh, Lucas' shadow, and grabs Lucas's shadow and gives Lucas's shadow a wedgie. <laughs> Lucas punches him, punches the shadow right in the face. Doesn't do anything because it's a shadow. Oh, come on. Oh, hey, get away from my shadow, so, you weirdo. So, and I start so, trying to so like listen, step kids, on it. Do you guys want to talk about this convergence thing? Or I not? would love to talk about the convergence because I do not care about anything else. I'm just hallucinating. I'm getting cat scan next week. Go. Yeah, yeah, yes, you are. So, it, so, so anyway, shadow. Of course, you see the future now. Great. So, uh, okay, listen, kids. Shadow Chad was showing me that what my grandfather was working on is that there's this planetary alignment thing getting ready to happen. And when that happens, some bad shit's going to go down. And I'll, like, draw... I say I draw in shadow on the hood of my Jeep, like with my fingers, like I'm finger painting, but it's leaving trails of shadows. And I'll draw that symbol thing out that... Um, that Yo, Shadow Chad showed me. So what are we supposed to do? Like, um, just uh, realign the planets back? I mean, how are we doing that? Well, it has something to do with that big rock over there. And could we possibly make an investigative mystery move here? Like, as we, like, investigate this rock and having this discussion? I will. I'll do it. I have plus one. Oh, Yes. 14, 13. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is too much for... Okay, yeah, speaking of. Okay, I know what I'm doing. Um, I just got a 7, so um, that's only plus a, 1. But... I don't remember what the uh, the special moves do. I'm just going to use the Investigating Mystery Flexible one. So on a 10 or higher, you can ask the Keeper two general questions or one specific based on what you're investigating... They will be honest and let you know this, like what you discover. Since we already know that this is the same minerals that were part of like the cave and had some sort of transportational kind of vibe going on with the burrowers, I want to. I'll ask two questions, and one will be: uh, Are there li- lines of that like glowing mineral kind of running through the surface that the the bird can see? I will actually, I'm going to give you that one for free. You can ask another question. Uh, when it wasn't glowing, it was silver. 
like like pure silver. Okay, so do we see the silver then? Yes, you do see the silver, and, and I'm not going to count that against one of your questions because that's okay. Then I'll ask a specific question as I'm looking at the at the wall face or whatever, and I I pull out Chad's like device that he gave me, and uh, do I see any way for them to interact? You uh, you actually you you are looking at this device and you're kind of looking it over and you've turned it over and you see on the back on the small little plate that you didn't notice before um ms and you remember that all the like all the gadgets and stuff that are in your in the bunker are marked yep. with the same plate in the same ms oh this thing was made by my my great uncle you remember graham telling you that your uh, your uncle was working on the uh, had developed the last one of the last things he developed was the tonal resonator, and as you press it, it makes it makes tones. Uh, is can you describe it again? Does it have buttons or? It's very much like almost. It's almost. It's very much like an EDM pad. I would guess it's very, but it's much older. It's okay. It's, imagine if you have like a really big keypad lock. Okay, um, but there's no numbers on it. It's just the buttons, and every time you push a button, it makes a different. It makes a different tone. Okay, great. Hey, quick, Dottie. I I think I figured something out. Uh, give me that paper. Do you have that paper with the the notes from Danny's vision? I do. Uh, here you go. Okay, I, I uh, I plug them in. Uh, you watch as you press in these notes and these rock face starts to hum and sync with this final tone and the lines of silver start to glow with this sort of dull white light and after about a second it all starts to shift like water gently moving in a pool and you actually watch as like a foot away from the entrance of, of this shifting stone all the leaves and stuff their actual physical forms are shifting like they're made of water well that's it for this episode of strangers in the pines don't forget to check us out on social media at the rpg empire have an awesome day and play on